Hello. Right on time. Well, I was actually like 25 minutes early, and for whatever reason, it wasn't giving me the screen that we're on now. It wasn't giving me the host capabilities. And then when I logged in with the Nefris email, it was like, oh, you've used up all your time. Your, your free trial is over. And I was like, I never had a free trial. Oh, so I logged you know, in. I'll have to look into it. And it, Yeah, and then I, I logged it, in with your code that you just sent me, and it said, hey, your billing is messed up. Yeah, that's because I got to pay StreamYard. So. Okay, I didn't know if we had enough like time left on the tickets. Of no, speech. no, that's all fine. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so I sent Brooke the link. I don't know where she's at, but okay. we're here. We're here. So we didn't have THP last week. Obviously, it was Thanksgiving, so we took the week off. Everyone kind of had something going on. Um, so we're here. I actually, I was kind of having like withdrawals almost. Like I tried to jump on with Bill on Lizard Brain Radio last night, but he didn't get my message in time. So <laughs> I ended up, I watched most of it, but ended up crashing at some point. So, okay. Uh, but this show is brought to you by Puget Sound Pythons. This is Snakes and Stogies episode 101. That's their new logo up there in the corner. And I'm dressed like a hobo with my. Yeah, Slippers and socks and my beanie and my old THP hoodie. I'm uh, I'm in flip-flops, basketball shorts, and a t-shirt because it is a delicious 64 degrees out. It's like 40 up here. It's, it's pretty chilly. But I got everything cooling, and it actually works out perfectly because it's been dipping into like low 40s, upper 30s at night here the last couple nights. And nice. The garage has been staying pretty steady. Good night. Uh, pretty steady, mid to lower fifties, uh, like exactly where I want it. You know. Hey, there she is. Oh my gosh! <laughs> my earbuds are not working. <laughs> I just hear you over my phone. So the computer decided not to work. Is and, it the Safari thing? Yeah, well, um, we tried to go through Chrome, but it wasn't. It, it said, yeah, it said it, he, Chris tried to first get it to go through the uh, Safari, and I told him that you said it'd be not working out, and it definitely didn't work out. So, Well, now at least you're here. So I'm, <laughs> I'm here. I made it. Nice. <laughs> so. Uh. Justin, what were, what were you saying, man? I'm saying the, the garage is working out perfectly for cooling things so far. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you, the, the Ackies that are still in the garage, how are the temps holding up in terms of, you know, night drops and stuff with them being in the garage? No, the Aggies are in the snake room. I ended up doing a massive rearranging and got them to fit in there. Ah, excellent. But it's bumped up the ambient temperatures really high, like. It's either I have to have all the racks off and the Aki cage on, or kind of the the opposite. Um, so what I've been doing is completely turning them off at night and then just leaving some of the racks on. So it's still warmish. It's still pretty warm in there, but that's been harder to maintain than the than the garage has been. So. Oh, I get it. I get it. But, well, uh, also happy Hanukkah to all of our Yudin listeners. Totally. Get lit. 
<laughs> you guys can hear me okay, though? Yeah. Loud and clear. Okay. Because nothing, no technology wants to work for me today except for my phone. Well, that's so. that's because you're an analog girl living in a digital world. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I don't know any of this crap works. This is a material world, and I am a material girl. I was, I, dude. I was hoping you were going to do that quote. I really, I was hoping for it. So, dude, the wedding singer is one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. Hands down, man. Hands down. Totally. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I made the mistake of messaging Brooke super last minute about the show, and she didn't have time to get a cigar, so she's smoking with us in spirit. Totally. Fair enough. I've got I've got two, so I'll I'll smoke Okay, so smoke both of them for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just, Justin, what are we smoking tonight? First up to bat is a Rocky Patel Royale. So Roy, our, Roy, our Rocky oh, our Rocky rep came in the other day. She actually came to she came to my the shop that I was working at that day. Didn't even go to the other one and see Raj, which I thought was hilarious because Raj was all upset. Nice. But she dropped off some stuff, so I'm I'm smoking this. This Royale is actually pretty good. Um, the new disciple they came out with is actually pretty solid. I smoked that again for the second time to give it a second shot. The first time I wasn't all that crazy about it. It was kind of just another Rocky, you know, but after letting that sit for a little while, they it mellowed out a lot and they've been crazy popular. The disciples have been selling like crazy at work, which is kind of strange for a Rocky. Um, honestly. So, Hey man, when it's good, it's good. You know, <laughs> it's a weird cause it's another blend that they're using the San Andreas Maduro. Rapper, like he's got like three or four lines now using San Andreas Maduros, and it's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they all taste fairly I'm similar. Down to me, yeah, and then my my trusty go to is a Romacraft Cro-Magnon Corona. Well, it's Anthropology is the name of the line, but it's a Corona. So cool. The uh, favorite size in that line. I went with a Corona as well. Um, I really like the Tabernacle, and. I've been trying to do like at least a one, if not two a month, if I can. Um, but I never, I always get Toro or like the, whatever the next mm -hmm. size up from Toro is. And they had these little Coronas and I was like, why not? We'll give it a whirl. So in theory, it should taste exactly the same as the Toro, but it should be a little stronger. Oh, it should be. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. So then there we go. So we'll give that a I, whirl. You know, now. I've tried those multiple times, man. I cannot get into them. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter if it's the, the Connecticut Broadleaf or the Havana Seed. It's just, I'm not, I don't know. They just. Well, the first one I had was delicious. The, the first one I had was delicious. And then the second one I had was like god awful. And it actually, it, you know, like uh, those heavy, heavy smokers that like those marble red smokers and they have like yellow fingers. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it, it made my fingers turn yellow. And I was like, what the hell is in this wrapper? And I kind of poo-pooed it. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's just a bad stick. I'll try it again. And mm -hmm. dude, I, I really like them. I really like them. It's, it's, it's very They're not bad by any means. It's very number nine-ish. Yeah. Yeah. It's not saying that Connecticut probably Maduro, just super dark, super rich, mm -hmm. silky. Man, we got a full house tonight. We got the PSP crew. We got Jennifer and Steve and... Our, our our brother and sister from down under, Scott and Ty, Mike's in here. This is a hell of a night. So, oh good, it, yes, <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> so, I guess I guess I'll, I'll do the introductions. So, joining us tonight uh, is a very very special friend of mine. Uh, 
I like how my, sorry, my name's cut off on mine and it says Brooke Sex. Oh, <laughs> I don't no, know it, if you guys knew the same thing. No, it's it's the full name. It's Brooke Sexton, everybody. Brooke Sexton. <laughs> the one and only. I just see Brooke Sex. Sorry, that's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, well, it's your name, sister. <laughs> the uh True. so I've been trying to get Brooke on the show for <laughs> a long time. And I finally did some convincing and Thankfully, here she is. So, Brooke, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. I gotta, I Thank gotta you. cut my fan on real quick. Steve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brooke and I have known each other for oh my gosh, probably close to twenty years, so, if not, you know, seventeen not 20, years. Yeah, yeah, at least, yeah, at least, at least 16, 17, 17 years, I'd say probably. And we've done some herping together. In state, out of state, and yeah. we've, we've had a long history together. And she is—I would consider her a bona fide predators expert because if it has teeth and eats meat, she needs to study it and work with it. And she's the, the perfect guest for our show. And she's a herper at heart, a herper, yeah. <laughs> herper. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yes. So, uh, Brooke, why don't you tell the the people out there in the ether a little about yourself? Like, how'd you get into reptiles? How'd you get into critters? Oh man, when I I was catching frogs, lizards, snakes as soon as I could walk. <laughs> And, uh, that, that's all, that's all because of my dad, my dad, he was always the one that would like bring snakes into the house and teach us about them. And out of my brother, my sister and I, I was the one that was just like, yeah, this is, this is cool. <laughs> so of course I wanted to catch everything. Um, we'd have gators in our pool when our parents got home and this was long, long time ago. And, you know, I'd get a phone call. At my friend, I'd be at my friend's house. My mom would be like, "Why is there a gator in my pool?" And I was like, "Oh, we forgot it was in there." You know, <laughs> me and my brother. Well, we know <laughs> like, the world's in a perfect place. I'm like, "Yeah, right." I'm like, "I don't know how that got there, mom." <laughs> but uh, we we actually happened to live before Boca was all built up and loggers running every everything. Um, we we were backed right up to an Everglades um, area. We had gators in our yard, nesting in our yard, all sorts of things. You know, we'd go fishing in uh, blow up boats and stuff like that. Super, super safe stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I have always, since I could walk, my first word was frog. <laughs> not, not dad, not mom, frog. That was, that was my first word. Yeah, so um, I don't know. I, I I was born for it, you know. I've always just kind of through even throughout my my whole entire career, and I'll, of course I'll talk about that. But um, no matter what I was working with, if it was if I was primarily working with birds, monkeys, big cats, whatever, I was always pulled back into reptiles. They always, whatever facility I was at, I was always helping with them and educating people on all sorts of things. I was at a facility 
where they had a um, 16 foot retic, beautiful, and they had never taken her out. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to do this. And they're like, you're crazy. And I'm like, no, she's like the sweet. I mean, she was like probably the best retic I've ever ever worked with and we pulled her out and they were all like oh my gosh i mean she was laid out on the floor it was they've never seen her before it was they were super stoked and i just i love it i, I love the reaction because i was like are you kidding you're such an awesome snake you should be letting people see this you know out of its enclosure like come you know so yeah, yeah that's amazing <laughs> It's crazy it that they awful. would go that that long without like checking. They had, her for like, right. they had her for like twelve years, and nobody took her out. Like she never, and that's that's and that's one thing that you know, going from uh, facility to facility, you get all these people with different levels of you know of of what they can do, and um, and it's it's cool because you either have learning moments or you have, or you have teaching mo you know like you can teach or you learn from them and I definitely got to teach a lot there at that that place so it was really awesome. That's cool. Oh, also, quick announcement: this is the first show with the new internet provider. Oh, so this nice. is kind of a big deal. CenturyLink is gone. Excellent. Congratulations. <laughs> While I was thinking about it. I was like, this yeah. we're not going to have any hiccups connection wise it's not going to happen i love it this is it's, it's if, great if, it's our it's our first show yeah right yeah it's our first show post 100 puget sound pythons is a brand new logo and smitty has new internet life is grand <laughs> and we got if anybody's screws up yeah if, if anybody screws up it'll be my internet <laughs> Since uh, I am up, I am upstairs. In a See, it's fine if it's the guest though, because that's like it's it happens. But if you're like the person hosting and like doing it, like true, it should be, it should be on point, true, and, and in line. You don't want to be that guy. That's right. <laughs> that guy, right? But so <laughs> when you were when you were, I guess any age range, I guess, pre-professional career of sorts, were you keeping things like a dedicated collection of, of Oh my like, god! in the hobby of like, <laughs> you were big into one particular group of... You know, lizards, monitors uh, and crocodilians, but monitors um, have always been definitely my, my favorite. I don't know what it is. I think it's because they're so intelligent. You could teach them things. Um... But at one point, so my first snake was a banded water snake, and I was in first grade, and it was amazing. Uh, she was the, the class pet, and then I just took her home. Um, and so from then on, I but I, I but I've always caught lizards and such, and so I did. I had um, Komodo, or I've worked with Komodos, but I've had a, I had a tegu, a red tegu, and um, a green iguana long before. My iguana and my tegu just passed to, uh, a year ago, but my tegu was um, just just coming up to 20, and my iguana was uh, 23, which is insane. Um, yeah, 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 totally. Um, but at one point, I had... 
gecko. I had eyelash geckos. I had leopard geckos, uh, a water monitor, a savannah monitor. <laughs> um, in college, at one point, I had 30-something animals. It was supposed to be my dining room. It was not. It was my reptile room. <laughs> so you'd walk into my into my apartment, you take a left, and the entire wall was just lined with things. I mean, I had everything from Pac-Man frogs to uh, emperor scorpions, different types of tarantulas, um, lots of different snakes. And, and it was most of it was like, I'd go to Daytona Herp show and I would just buy things. And then I'd, you know, have, just get, I mean, that's what we do, right? We yeah. just go places that's and we're we like, no, nah. we're like, we're not going to get anything. And then all of a sudden you come home <laughs> with like four or five animals and you're like, that's all right. I'll, I'll figure it out. And then, and then more tanks just show up or more vision cages. And you're like, yeah. This is why past, I got these animals. <laughs> past two years, I've told myself I'm not going to buy anything, or if I do, it's going to be like one thing, two things. Like, no, I'm going home with a minimum of four. Oh, yeah. So this is the first year I haven't had any reptiles in the house that I'm living. And do you know what? It's killing me. Killing me to the core. Yeah. Trying to, try to be respectful of where I'm living right now, so I'm not trying to bring any animals in. But as soon as I get out of this living situation, you know, you know, it's going to happen. <laughs> I've already, I've already like looked up things. I'm just like, I need, I need a lizard in my life. I even, I even, this is what I was talking to you earlier, Phil, about, <laughs> about having just like a ball python to hang out with and how you guys would just make fun of me <laughs> probably for having it. That someone's looking for uh, a home for his ball python. And I, was considering it because that's how bad I, <laughs> I need a reptile in my life right now. Look, just so. get a couple, get a couple ackies and just put them in a tub under the bed, and no one will be the wise. Right. They'll just they'll wonder why that room is all of a sudden like ninety degrees when every other room in the house is like a solid seventy. Right. Like, yeah. Just say the, totally. the the central heating's off. There's something wrong with it. Totally. Whatever happened to that Argus monitor that somebody was giving away? Did you ever take uh, that thing? No, I regret it every day. I, no, I didn't. I didn't take it. Um, I know, such a beautiful, beautiful lizard too. Um, she ended up giving it to another friend uh, of mine. But um, yeah, I I regret that. That was such a good looking lizard, and I every time I pass up any lizard, I'm so I'm so upset about it because I know I know I need it in my life. So, um, even like Rachel, who, uh, Phil and I went out to Arizona with to go herping. Um, she's like, my friend's got little red tegus right now that she just, she stopped breeding and she just wants to get rid of them. And I'm like, I'm like, how do you get them to me? <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, let's make this happen. Like <laughs> how many, you know? So I said, I, I said, I, I really can't right now, but I, I will. I will in the near soon. future, hopefully. Yes, soon. By the soon. way, I don't know. I don't know if you can see the group chat, but Anna Maria says hello. Oh, hello. No, I don't see it. So okay. you're, you're going to tell me when people say hi, yeah, or yeah. ask random questions. <laughs> yeah. So and, I asked about like the the earlier stuff and how you're keeping because I was listening to there's a new podcast with Jeff Godbold and uh, Terry Burwell. 
who Terry's a, real, a good buddy of mine. And I started listening to that. And they were talking earlier. Uh, who was it? I think it was they were talking with Casey Schultz. I think they, they had three people on per episode that they asked the same three questions and then they answered. And it's you'll have to check it out. Um, okay. But they were talking about one of the one of the questions was, was there ever a point when you were younger where like either family or friends were like convinced it was a phase and that it wasn't something you were really dedicated to because Terry talked about how he was he was told that he he wouldn't be able to he wouldn't even get married until he got rid of his snakes like no one would want to deal with that but then down the road you know someone else I think it was his dad is like why aren't you doing this full time you've been doing it since you were six you know like people who at one point thought it was just a phase or maybe they they didn't think it would last or that it was you know it was it had um, a light it had yeah. a shelf life <clears throat> did you oh, ever totally um oh yeah my whole family like when i was i was like when i could talk i'm like i'm gonna work with animals and my parents like all right she'll change your mind like a hundred times at my if you talk to my family today or anybody that I knew way back when they're like, you always told us you were going to do this. So I said, I know they're like, most kids change their minds. You just stuck with it. So I'm yeah, gonna be an astronaut. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You'll be an astronaut. I'm a firefighter. Yeah. No, no, I've always, um, yeah, I, I actually still get that today. People are still family, friends still come up to me and they're just like, we can't believe that you're you're doing what you said you were going to do when you were like four years old. And uh, yeah, totally, totally have gone through that. So um, did you ever have that? Um, I think there was, there was times when I was really, really young and uh, like, there's that picture of me with a rubber Cobra in the basket and, you know, a pair of boxers on my head because I was trying <laughs> to be a snake charmer. And uh, that was just last week, right? Yeah, it was just, just last week. No, I, I was probably recently, yeah. right? Yeah, and then like you know, I was where I grew up. We were forty-five minutes from Philly and like an hour from Manhattan. So Philadelphia Zoo, tr I think it was Trenton Zoo at the time. You know, the Bronx Zoo, like museums and everything was reptiles, reptiles, reptiles. And I'm sure my mom, like every toy was a snake toy, you know. And right. I'm sure she thought at some point that I'm going to just, you know, I'm, I'm going to get a real grown up job and grown up hobby. And it didn't happen. So I'm sure there was a, a time when I was younger that my mother thought that, but nah, didn't happen. So, yeah. But, but Brooke, you, you went, did you go to Santa Fe or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I went to Santa Fe teaching zoo. Um, Around the same time you guys had Katie on your show a, while, a little while back. Um, yeah, we were actually same class and we did, we, we did a lot. I, I, I love Santa Fe cause it's a cool little, little zoo. Um, and a lot of people don't know that they have all the, all the local venomous from Florida there and you learn on them. And um, my teacher, my professor was like, first day of herp herp class was she's like all right so uh we're gonna take out the akistradon and I'm, she's like do i have anybody that wants to do that and katie and i are like we're like yes please <laughs> take us. and she's like nobody ever volunteers you know so yeah. that was, it, it's such a it is it's such a cool school it's so hands-on 
yeah, I love I love Santa Fe. Um, and I know so. I, did you did you guys graduate or or have classes with Cody or was that just uh, like friends from Alligator Farm? That's friends from Alligator Farm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh gosh, Cody stories. <laughs> yeah. So uh, well, everyone right, so has at least one. Everyone's got one exactly. Totally. So, so just so like we can get let's get a timeline going here, right? So you're a Herper right. kid, you go to yeah, Santa Fe. Okay. What what happened yep. after Santa Fe? After Santa Fe, um, I actually was uh St. Augustine Alligator Farm wanted to hire me, but I decided that I wanted to go to Hawaii because I'm because I'm a surf chick. Usually you know, so which I, um, there's, I had there's to, no waves had in to, Florida. There's no waves in Florida, but there's always, unless there's like a hurricane. Um, and so, and winter time, we get waves in winter. Um, but I wanted to go out there. Yeah. <laughs> Baby waves. But I wanted to go out there and try out marine mammals because I've always worked land animals. Um, I was out there for four years. I did a lot of sea turtle research out there. Um Sea Life Park, where I was working, actually has um, a breeding, like their their green sea turtle pool has a large enough bank that the turtles at the facility actually lay eggs. Wow. They hatch them. They hatch out in the facility, and then um, and then they we have a we had a nursery. I helped build the nursery, um, and I'd go down and measure baby turtles and feed them and all that. And, um, and then once they got to be at least a year or at least like 12 inches, um, we'd go release them. So that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I started that when I was an intern over there and then it just became a thing. Now it's, now they do it all the time. They work with a lot of institutions and, um, that was, that was cool. My other favorite island was it on? It was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the other, my other favorite thing about being over there was the Jackson's chameleons that are all over, yeah. the, all over the, all over the island. I'd go, I'd go hiking all the time and just pick, you know, catch them. I had a pair that I had live on a bush outside my door. I just like caught them and then like stuck them out there. I'd bring them crickets and stuff. That was, that was cool. So, Justin was asking. Justin was asking what island was that on? I was on uh, Oahu. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. lived out there for, for a brief period of time. My first chameleons were a pair of roadside Jacksons. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And so I was it was so wild. I was um I was horseback riding on North Shore and I was the I was the last horse and there's a female Jackson going going across a branch and I like halted my horse and I like called to the guide. I'm like, yo, can I stand up on this horse? Will he will he like freak out if I stand on him? And they're like, he's like, no, no, he's cool. I said, I just want to get this chameleon. And, and the guide was super cool. And he's like, yeah, totally. So I like stand up on this horse and I'm grabbing a branch above me, right? And I'm like pulling it down to grab this chameleon. And it was, it was super cool. Then we were just like, then and then of course it became an educational experience because everybody I was with was a marine mammal trainer and they had mm -hmm. no idea what a Jackson's chameleon was. So I was the only marine mammal trainer that had a tegu on the her screen of her computer everybody's like what is that you know yeah. so but we it never was cool went up in the mountains when we were there but i wish we did because there's like a radis and stuff up there and you know Jackson yeah and, uh, mm -hmm. 
Did you ever go to Hunama Bay at all? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My, dad, my cool. dad got got a mole on his back bitten by a parrotfish in Hunama Bay. <laughs> really? Yeah, he snuck in some frozen vegetables How- and the bag opened up and the parrotfish thought the mole was a pea and <laughs> that didn't work out too well. No, no. That, that backfired. It did. Backfired. <laughs> yeah, you got that. <laughs> got to see. It was awesome out there though. I really I really yeah. liked it. Yeah. I I miss it. I miss it a lot, but I also don't miss the fact that I you can't have reptiles unless yeah. they're already on the island. So I did find an eastern box turtle out there. I was <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. So this was it was I was at my my friend's house. I was helping her, and we let the dogs out in the backyard. And I see the grass moving, and I'm like, "What the hell is in your backyard?" She's like, "I don't know." I walk over. I that became my pet because I was like, "This does not belong." It's <laughs> already know, here. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, "But it's here," so I, I made it a pen and everything like that in my in my yard. And but yeah, it was so random. Oh, I bet the you bo- they do great out there too. The weather's freaking perfect for them. Oh yeah, it was. It was. I mean, somebody obviously had it as a pet, but yeah. Nobody, nobody claimed it, and I wasn't gonna announce that it was there. You know, it's not supposed to be. So yeah. Mike Kosicki asked about the sea turtles. He said, did they mate in captivity or did they come in gravid? No, they made it in captivity. Yeah, it's it was crazy. I've never uh, I've never seen any facility that has sea turtles breed them actually breed in captivity willingly yeah that's the first time i've heard of it yeah hatch like and they didn't incubate the eggs or anything they let them just hatch in the exhibit and then we would pull them and then set them up in the nursery yeah it's it was really awesome so so now with brandon Brandon forcella is saying he's also he's trying to get into santa fe this year so he's he's loving hearing about it Oh, right on. Good luck. It's so awesome. All the professors are, are amazing. I graduated with two of them. So <laughs> it's kind of a place where you, you like to stay. So um, you're, you're going to, I hope you get in and uh, you're going to have an awesome, you're going to have such a blast and ask lots of questions. Try to stump the teachers because that's the most fun. And uh, yeah, cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. What a, what other animals do you work with at the Marine Park? Uh, I worked with dolphins, sea lions, monk seals, and penguins. Those guys are fun. Those nice. <laughs> serrated beaks. So much fun. <laughs> Especially when you get in and you're trying to clean the glass and they're biting you in the back. That's, <laughs> that's super fun. What, what kind yeah. of penguins? Humboldt penguins. So, so there's, yeah. So there's 18 different species of penguins, but only four of them actually live in the Antarctic area. Um, Everybody else is in the Southern hemisphere. So those guys are right in Chile and Peru. Yeah. They got their name from that, that current, that Humboldt current, that cold current that flows by there. They're cool penguins. Yeah. Those aren't the ones with like the eyebrows, right? The yellow. No, those are there's macaroni. Those are macaroni penguins and rockhopper penguins. Uh, so those, okay. are, yeah, those guys live 
they still live in cold weather. They're not quite in Antarctica, but they're um, on an island near there. So I got you. They're they're cool though. I like those guys. They're they're funny looking. So what was your what was your favorite uh, mammal working with when you were on the island? Hmm. Sea lions. The sea li- those the pinnipeds. They're because they're like water dogs. Dolphins are overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say, <laughs> sit them happy and squealy all the time. I mean, I no, I I love them, but they're they're there. They're well, everybody expects these, like you know, flipper. They expect yeah, that, yeah. yeah. But they're they're an animal. They have a temperament. They have you know displaced aggression and everything. And um, and so it, people would get bit, and they're like, oh my gosh, it bit me. And I'm like, yeah, it's you know, it's an animal, and. When I told you not to do that thing, well, you did it and you got what you, what I was trying to prevent from happening, you know? So it makes me no, think but, of Anchorman too. And they're talking when he gets fired and he's at, <laughs> at the sea world. He's like talking about the two dolphins named Chippy and Ruru. He's like, Chippy was adopted and Ruru is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would oh eat dolphin if you're illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I love that movie. Although I thought about because I was like, "What are we going to talk about?" And I I knew we were going to talk about reptiles, of course. But um, I thought of Ace Ventura, where they're like, yeah. "Yes, so like- Tercio, tr- yeah, Shrinkatus, rare Atlantic bottlenose dolphin." You know, <laughs> and he's he's like round cone shaped teeth. But I'm sure you already knew that. That's what turns me on about you. And he's like. Your attention to detail. <laughs> you know? that's, all, that's all I could think of coming into this, this talk. It was so funny. Was See, I, thought, I thought you were going for Bubblebee Tuna. Bubblebee Tuna. Oh, well, that too. <laughs> but he specifically talks about bottlenose dolphins, which yeah. I thought was because of Snowflake, of course. So, Of course, of that's course. That's funny. Of course. Uh, but yeah, the sea lions are so much fun. You got to be like two steps. They're kind of like working with crocodiles. You gotta be two steps ahead of them because if you're not and um, and you reinforce the wrong behavior, they're not all of them are have the um, patience enough to deal with your screw ups. <laughs> so um, they're a lot more. They're a lot more. I feel like they're a lot more dangerous, um, which is probably why I like them. But they're they're just cool because you can bring them out of the water. You can interact with them in the water. And they're giant, and they're so cool. Like I, I dealt with this sea lion, Dean. He came from Sea World, San Diego, and he was like, he was probably a thousand pounds of wow. sea lion, and he's he he was so big. He would stand next to me, and he would, he just towered me. It was awesome, awesome. Yeah. And then he like, and he had a a training book that was huge. He had like hundreds of pages of behaviors that he knew. He was just such a smart, wow. smart sea lion. But uh, I definitely enjoyed working working with the sea lions over there. Does yeah. each one have like a section cool. of like demerits though? Of like this one did this on this date, and now we don't do this anymore. <laughs> yes, yeah, we we keep a lot of records. So any anytime there's, um, yeah, any anytime anything is off or anything like that, or their behavior is off. We always, we always write it down and communicate that so that uh, the next person coming in or training knows, knows exactly how to handle the situation. 
So we used nice. to do, um, yeah, we used to have this dolphin. I'm sure he's still there because they live forever. They're like wildlife span are, is like 25, wow. 30. And, but in captive situations, um, I worked with the Pacific Ballinose dolphin and he lived to 57. So they, uh, they can live quite some time, but, uh, we are doing boogie board foot pushes, trying something out for a dolphin interaction for one of the interactions with our guests. And he just kept biting my foot, but, the, but everybody knew that I was the only intern that would get in the water with him. Cause I didn't care if he bit my foot. Cause I didn't react. That's all they're look. That's all they're looking for is that reaction. So I was the like only one on that, the yeah, right, right. That was the only, he was, I was the only one that could get in the water and he would just, he, he'd bite me and I wouldn't react. And everybody's like, I don't know how you do that. I, I said, it's probably cause I've been bitten by so many things back home that it just doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. So I mean, and like, is he just like giving you a nip? Like there's no, like he's not drawing blood per se. It's just, he's, like not drawing blood. he's just testing yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, totally. His name's Incredible. Ahi. Yeah. So, but he, very it was, cool. It was fun. Hawaii yeah, was would, good. Yeah. I would rather deal with that than, than orcas any day to me. Like death by orcas, one of the worst deaths totally. in my opinion. Totally. Yeah. I've been body checked by a dolphin though, into a wall that, and then <laughs> had to play it off. Cause it was in front of guests. I was like, Oh, stop playing. And I'm like, wind knocked out of me. And I'm like, thanks. You jerk. You know? So. Wow. Yeah. Yay. Dolphins. <laughs> so, such enthusiasm. <laughs> Yay. Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what brought you back to the continental shelf? <laughs> Sorry. Say that again. You are, you, Sounded like a robot for five seconds. I was saying, what brought you back to the continental shelf? Uh, <laughs> um, I missed land animals is why I left Hawaii. To be honest, I, I missed actually getting dirty, which is weird. Um, but over there, you're in and out of the water. So it doesn't, you know, you you just don't right. feel cl- like, you know, so, um, and then I went from, from Hawaii, I actually went to Texas for a brief, brief time. And, um, I was just, I just volunteered at, at Fort Worth Zoo and I actually did a lot of raptor work there, but also helped in the MOLA building, which was their new reptile building. So that was, that was very brief. That was like three months, three months. Uh, also that was where, uh, I met, I met up with Katie for three months and then returned back to Florida. Um, we actually came back to Florida because we decided that we were going to go to India and work with crocodiles and we needed to save money so that we could go there because we were broke. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember telling us about that. Yeah. yeah. India. Yeah. I loved India. It was awesome. Um, it was really cool, you know, getting to have little mugger, mugger crocodiles and gharials hatch out in your hand that, that I will never forget. Um, when they're like here, hatch this one. And I'm like, what? 
I'm like, they're like, yeah, help it hatch. I was like, okay, you know. Uh, and it's it's crazy because their temperatures there in India are perfect for incubation. So they literally have they don't have any incubators there. They just have shell them each egg eggs in individual cups up in like a cabinet. That's it. That's all they do. They just put them up in a cup in a cabinet and just watch them and monitor them. And they don't put them like on any kind of substrate, like vermiculite or anything. No, it's just, no. just a loose egg in a cup. Just in a cup. Yeah, wow. that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Right. I know. It was absolutely nuts. Yeah. So there's a lot it, of places I'm, people have 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 and can hurt, but I feel like India, man, that's one of those ones that. Very few people actually. Oh man! Go to and I. That's like Western Ghats is like in my top three of bucket list. Totally. Just. Yeah, I. uh, I would. I would. I mean, we got to see uh, Monaco Cobra and um, Russ or not Russell's Sawscale Viper. Uh, And yeah, we saw Russell's, but they were. It was with the Arulas, the guys that Mm -hmm. that are strictly there to milk them. Yeah. So, um, but we, we, I, I wanted to go travel. I wanted to go to Agumbe. I wanted to go to the Andaman Nicobar islands. Um, mainly I wanted to go to the Andaman Nicobar islands for, you know, King Cobras and monitors and of course crocodiles, you know, wanted to go there. Um, the, I, we had a offer to go down to Sri Lanka, but we didn't, we didn't get to go. Um, there was a lot well, I mean, of things. Even the, I, I, even the tarantulas, you know, you said you were into spiders and stuff like yeah. that. Like, I think we mentioned like seeing Pacilitharia in a while would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, one, uh, we actually, yes, we actually found, I don't remember which, which, if it was that or not, but we did see tarantulas. We saw scorpions. Um, we did, we, we did play with them a little bit. I the one night that I did not go out, of course, they found a nice sized chameleon, <laughs> which I was like, of course. Um, but a lot of um, we did find a a um, of course a lot of fence lizards, a lot of colotus, and let's see. One day, one day we had the best. One of the coolest things about there that I found like fascinating was um that they all of them are barefoot you know so everybody mm-hmm. catches crocodiles barefoot which wouldn't totally not fly here in the u.s <laughs> if anybody in a facility tried to i mean if it was an aza accredited facility you get fired for that but um yeah we were like in a in a pen of 200 plus mugger crocodiles and they're just like we get we, we like split up into teams and they're like all right just catch them and pull them out, sex them, and we're going to separate males and females. That was like the long, one very, very long day. Because <laughs> it was literally, they were like anywhere between four to five foot crocs. And you just were like, it was just over and over again. Get them, pull them on land, jump on them, sex them, give them to the next guy. You know, it's like males and females. It was like, it had to be, close to 300 crocs in one pen and we were all just like it was definitely an experience um 
it was very very cool but yeah they're like we're gonna do inventory and we're gonna separate males from females and you like look into this pen and it's just like a layer of crocodile. <laughs> like, okay, okay, cool. Let's do this. Whatever you want to do, guys. You know. So that was. How many that was people a lot of fun. did they have doing that? Um, we had maybe five sets of three people for each croc. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what, some what the, some the people. Sizes? About, I think the largest was like five, five feet. They weren't very big. So it was, it was quick, you know, it was just like one after another. They ranged from four to four and a half, five feet. Some might've been a little bit bigger, but, uh, but it was fun because you'd have, they'd like put pair off people. Um, cause we had a lot of people over there from that were on their gap year from, from Europe and stuff. And they were just there just having like vacation, just doing this thing. So they didn't know anything really about any any of that. So they would like pair us off with someone that didn't know something. So you'd have to like teach them how how to noose a gator, how to bring them up, how to do the jaw rope, how to how to, we they we we'd throw um, potato sacks over their eyes. We didn't have pillowcases or sheets. <laughs> you know, it was just like it was anything you had. So it was it was cool though. Um, got met a lot of a lot of neat people over there. Uh, Romulus Whitaker, who owns Madras Crocodile Bank, um, he he would come by every once in a while, tell us crazy stories about tracking cobras and um, and how how he started. Like they started that that facility specifically to grow the population of gharials, and then all of a sudden, the Indian government was like, actually now that you're going to release them, we feel that there's too many people in the area and it's a risk. So you have to take care of those animals for the rest of your life, their life. And wow. he's like, okay, so I'm going to have to turn this. I so he just turned it into a facility. He has 14, uh, of the, what do we have now? 28 species. I think of crocodilian, something around there. Um, but yeah, he has like 14 of the species and, um, and it's really cool. They, he's, it's amazing how well crocs breed over in India. It's like, it's like alligators, like <laughs> over here. It's for real. Like they just are so successful over there. And, and they, I mean, their, their exhibits are huge. And of course they have the weather that replicates their wild, you know, wild weather. So it's mm -hmm. just like perfect perfect you know so yeah what else you That's got for awesome. me <laughs> <laughs> what is henry asking Keep coming. what can you so read that henry, yeah henry says have you met henry says have you met yeah gauri shankar oh yeah gauri yeah she was the vet over there uh really awesome we did um did a lot of work with training their crocs to come up, learn their names, come up out of the water individually and, um, and stay still. So she could go in, get blood draws. If there was anybody that was injured, she could go in and treat it. And we didn't have to jump on them just to make their, their lives a little bit easier. We did, we did talk about a lot of animal uh, or training with them. We did mm -hmm. a lot of stuff like that, but yeah, I know Gary, 
Yeah. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like, cause I get a lot of, I, I work at a cigar shop and so I'm sitting there with strangers and stuff all the time. They're always asking me about gators and whatnot. And I, you know, it's, it's, there's so much crocodilians as a whole. It's just so much smarter than people think, you know, they really don't so seem to get credit. They really don't. <clears throat> but when you, what you, I mean, being in lots of different facilities and having to advocate for animals all the time, mm -hmm. um, it's my favorite to went to, like I'd always bring out a reptile whenever I'd be doing a talk and they always, you know, want to see the cute and fuzzy animal. But then when the, you know, alligator or crocodile or whatever comes out and listens to commands and then mm -hmm. goes back to his water and they're like, like what? Yeah. Like they can, you can train them. Yeah. Like people have no idea. No idea. Um, we we had we have dart dart frogs at the Palm Beach Zoo um, that since you know of course they're food motivated to their flies, but we now now they tap on a rock, a flat rock, and all the dart frogs come out <laughs> and sit and wait on the rock, and then you just dump flies in. You can see who's eating. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, who'd have thought dart frogs well it's, I it's mean. not terribly surprising i mean seeing i, I kept some ranitomea and okay. seeing just the the complex behaviors that something that small even shows right you know, it's, it's not right. that surprising it's just incredible the, the social behaviors the you know parental behaviors and stuff of something that tiny where their brain is literally just probably a ganglia of, of cells you know just right right wild. it's amazing yeah how how intelligent they are yeah. So. so what was the next chapter after India? So after India, <laughs> after India, I actually um, ended up in central Florida. Um, and so Silver Springs Nature's theme park. So that you used to be, um, they used to have lots of different animals there. Uh, everything ranging. They had American, they had a few species of crocodilians um, and confiscated pythons and stuff like that. Um, but they, I did, I did shows there. They had alligator snapping turtles. Of course, I love doing the shows where I can get in the water, pick up the snapping turtle, you know, show it over the glass. Everybody's like, ah, and of course it's, you know, opening its mouth. And I'm like, everybody look really close and people like get real close. I'm like, no, 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 not that close, <laughs> you know, um, messing with people. But I did that for, for four months, but then the state of Florida actually bought them out and dispersed their animals. And now it's just a recreational area. You can still do like glass bottom boat tours there and it's still, you can still camp and stuff like that, but they, there's no more animals on, on the property. So I don't know why that happened, but, yeah. um, I actually, I left before they, they bought it out. I left and went, and then I ended up going to the Palm Beach Zoo. And, um, I was, I bet I was there for eight years, not consecutively. Cause there was like a Colorado five month trip in there. <laughs> uh, you know, um, but I, you know, but there I did so many jobs at that zoo that, but I always would I like whenever we had to move a Komodo dragon or do nail clippings on 
or clip the Komodo dragon's nails or do Komodo dragon acupuncture, you know, those, those things. Um, we, I was always called in to do that. Or if we had to move, move one of the gators or go in with the Caymans, I was always called to do that. Um, so I never, like I said, anywhere I have ever been, even if I'm not in the herp department, I'm, I'm in the herp department. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't, I'm not ever not, not in there. Um, but, um, yeah, so, and uh, I worked with the Aldabras there and stuff. And then, um, we, at one point there was, there was a, uh, a, like in the very beginning, I think I was actually just volunteering. I had just gotten back from India and I wasn't sure if I wanted to work there. And that's how kind of Silver Springs happened. Um, they did have an American alligator there named Blade. He was he was awesome. Uh, Katie and I actually worked a lot with him. Uh, harness trained him. He would come out. He was like this little four foot American alligator he was, or crocodile. He was awesome. Um, but they got rid of him because he, he was outgrowing his enclosure and they didn't I don't know where, I don't actually don't remember where he went, but they just didn't build him an outdoor enclosure. So he, he left. But, uh, I really think that I told, I told the CEO when I left, I was like, you, you guys need an American crocodile. I said, like, cause, cause we always talk about the success story of the American alligator and how they came back, you know, from the brink. And then you have a, you still have this endangered species that, people don't really talk about i mean we talk about it right 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 half the people in florida have no more than half the people have no idea that we even have crocodiles here which i think is crazy once a year all the news agencies on the east coast of the state they'll post a story of how there was a you know 15 foot croc off the coast of jupiter beach you know the jupiter inlet whatever and it's like people are like we have crocodiles they, they, right. you know, they, automatically, like, they automatically assume it's it's invasive, you know? Right, right, exactly. Oh, someone let it go. It's a pet. No, right. no. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. Well, They actually live here. Speaking of American Crocs, didn't you do some stuff in Costa Rica, too, with them? I, uh, so, okay, so, yeah, that's that was, um, that was before I left college, actually. I went down and... It was more, I did more sea turtle research, but we did, we saw crocs, caimans, um, and there was a, there was a time that I was going to go back to this other conservation center down there, um, that strictly tagged, caught, tagged, um, and tracked behavior of the crocs in that section of the river that we were on. Um, I did not get back, get to go back and do that, but when I was there, we were, we were looking for green sea turtle nests and any other turtle that came up on the beach. And one night we were walking and it was like a 15 mile stretch of beach. And you know, when you feel like something's watching you, well, I had that, I had that feeling all night. And I was like, guys, like what I feel something's watching us. So the next day, we actually walked walked the same stretch of beach during the morning time when it was light out, and we were being tracked by a jaguar. So there was literally about seventy five yards away from us, like 
walking and there was a younger one. So I think she was teaching her cub how to track prey and we were it, but they didn't ever obviously attack. But I, I was like, I told you guys, I'm like, <laughs> that is, it was so, it was just like, it was crazy. Cause I was like, we were that close to a Jaguar. Like Man. that's, that is really cool. And then, and then those guys, those guys are crazy because they, they take down caimans and mm-hmm. they're, they're a serious cat. They're, def, they're definitely one of my favorite cats because they can, they got, they got the, they're like the, I call them a triple threat because they're, they're good on land in the trees and in the water. Like they're just awesome, awesome cats. Yeah. That was it's my, just, that was my uh, cat side note. <laughs> it's wild that we have that sort of sense because you hear that a lot right? with people that you know that get attacked by by mountain lions or whatever, you know, they have that sense of like, yeah. I felt like I was being followed by something, and I turned around and there it was. You know, it's just this odd. Totally. You know, it's I was like, but... yeah, and I really think that I think that nothing happened because we were in such a large group. Yeah. You know, they were just, they just kept their distance, watched us, and so. But I, I was like, I know that something something's watching us. Um, but on that same trip. Um, I've, of course I was always getting in trouble cause I was with, <laughs> I was with, um, graduate, I was with my senior class, college class and my professor, and we were supposed to stay together, but I was like, we are in the middle of Torturguero and nobody's going out and looking for reptiles. So I would just leave and go look for things, you know? Um, and I found coral snake. I found, uh, I brought back to camp, of course, basilisks. I was catching, catching those guys like crazy, um, boas. And then, uh, our last hike, we were actually near, we were in San Jose. We were maybe, can't remember where we were, but we were, we were going on a trail and I just looked to my left and there's a little yellow eyelash viper sitting in a little nook of a tree and i'm like golden <laughs> like nobody nobody else saw it and i was so i just stopped and the of course the guide was like brooke you can't stop in the middle of the trail or you know i don't want you to get lost and i'm like looking and i'm like this is the, like the most paved trail we've been on the whole trip you know <laughs> and i'm just and i'm like i got it i need to i knew they weren't gonna let me play with it you know but i I got good pictures and everything like that. And I was looking for more cause it was small enough that, uh, there could have been more, you yeah. know? So I was, I was like, yes, at least one, one hot or two, two. I got a coral snake too. So, um, That's awesome. yeah, yeah. I was always getting in trouble. Brooke, you cannot leave this, but, but there's so much out there to see. I was catching red eyed tree frogs. It was, they were all over. Um, yeah. Costa Rica is fun. I would like to go back to Costa Rica and do, uh, there's a place, uh, Corcovado national park. It's one of the most pristine, one of the most, uh, untouched areas in, uh, in Costa Rica. That's where I want to go next. Yeah. That's uh, you know, Costa go- Rica's number two on my list. I want to go down there and see dart frogs. Yeah. Oh man. They're everywhere. They're absolutely, it's, it's crazy. We were on the, I took one trip obviously with my our class, but then I took a trip separately with my family, or I should say my dad and my brother. And um, we were on the Osa Peninsula, the most Southern 
peninsula of Costa Rica. Uh, you can see Panama from there, that far south. And um, there was we were walking through the. We did four days in the jungle and four days uh, deep sea fishing. And when we were walking through that jungle, there was darts everywhere i was afraid i was gonna step on them and i <laughs> leaf cutter those guys are fun to play with those guys yeah it was cool it was a very uh i would i would like to go explore costa rica a lot more yeah that's awesome is there did you is there any like interaction between the leaf cutters and the darts or they kind of just leave each other alone they, they kind of just leave each other alone i mean the darts were i mean they were on the ground around now that you say that it's kind of they were on the ground around their mound er, their area but they were not on it so i don't know i don't know if that was just coincidence or yeah. you know you would think yeah so but they were those guys were cool our uh our guide would kept picking him up and tossing him at us because they'd bite your shirt and not let go <laughs> It was crazy. We had leaf cutter awesome. ants like attached to your shirt. Yeah. They were fun. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It was, it was good. Always good. So let's see. What else? Well, I know your most recent venture. Uh, I think I brought it up on here once or twice before of some particular boas and some particular Caribbean isles. Oh, yeah. The Grumas. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, I, I left the zoo, uh, to go do this opportunity, um, on a private Island. Um, it's David Copperfield has a private animal collection in the Exumas on a resort Island. Um, if anybody wants to go there is 50,000 a night. So if you got the money, you too can have your very own experience. Um, but I, I went over there and yeah, I was looking for boas. Gosh, I was, I feel like I was out every night. You know where I found that boa? Where? I was, I woke up in the morning. I got up early and I was walking. I decided to just walk to the birds that I was going to take care of. And it was under the pile of palm fronds that I left to give to the birds the next day. I literally really? picked, picked up a palm frond and I'm like, no way i was like are you kidding me i've searched the island for you guys and you're just right here like it, it was crazy yeah and then, which, was, do, you, do you remember which species it is i don't um uh, no no i don't i, <laughs> okay. I can't remember i yeah i know i can't. it's not coming those, to those islands are part of the bahamas right yes is it like boa yeah. boas or like kyla Bothers? boa boas yeah they're yeah i I know i should have sent you a picture (laughs) i should send. i think i I still have it let me let me see you might yeah yeah see if we can find that you you sent it to me on whatsapp right yes okay yeah let me see if i can dig that out while you uh keep telling your story you talk people outside of henry use whatsapp (laughs) yeah What's yeah, only if you are uh on you know an island that you really don't know if you're gonna get phone reception or not. <laughs> <laughs> only Wi-Fi, yeah. It's I mean it's cool. The island has ha, there's no stores, it literally is just 
a couple of houses on a 700 acre island. And um, I took, I was there specifically to take care of his, he has 12, well, he's got more than that. He's got, I was going to say, when I was there, he had 24 Aldabra tortoises, but they are breeding like crazy. So I, <laughs> he's probably up to 50 something now. And I keep t- keep telling the island manager that they need to separate their their females and males because they're <laughs> gonna get out of control. Um, we're gonna have a, a new a new island of tortoises, uh, but they're they were awesome. They have had eight eight adults and then a bunch of like sub adults. But like like one of my last days there, um, I'm in the yard and all of a sudden I see something move and it's a little tortoise coming coming out of the out of the ground and i was like (laughs) all right let's see how many come out of the ground like six little aldabras so cute that's the first time i've seen hatchling like straight out of the you know straight out of the ground uh that was that was really cool um but yeah and then they have um lacernas over there really good sized ones with real pretty blue on their neck. They're mm-hmm. And then, um, of course, hermit crabs, giant freaking crabs. <laughs> I, I messed with a lot. Yes. I messed with them so much. Oh God. They were so cool. Trying not to get pinched by one of them was extremely, extremely challenging. They were, uh, they're faster than you think. So, but yeah, those guys were really cool. I tried to I tried to explore as much as possible. I mean, I worked a lot, but I uh, I tried to go out at night and and find every find things. So, did you find it, Phil? I found them, and uh, because I haven't updated my WhatsApp crap, it uh, it won't let me save them. So I just screenshotted a bunch of them. But now it's taking okay. forever for the phone to translate to the computer. So I'm it just doesn't, it doesn't yeah. understand. Yeah, Techno- I'm just gonna technology. send them to my. Yeah, I'm just gonna send them to myself on here. Hold on. Did they have any other snake species? Okay. Um, no. Most of their. I mean, I asked the locals what else they had there, but all of them were just would just talk about bows. Oh, they did have racers. Mm-hmm. I did catch a couple a couple racers over there, uh, who were very unhappy with me and would flatten themselves out, you know, make them look, make themselves look all big, uh, and musk the crap out of me. And, um, but I, yeah, there was pretty much every time I ran across, like I came across a snake, it was, it was a racer. Mm-hmm. They were, they were very abundant over there. Yeah. Well. Very well. Yeah, totally. All right. So there's one of the boas. Let me see if I can yeah. zoom in. Sorry, these are these are screenshots. So, but here's a big. A, so I'm I'm five nine, so that that gives you, and I'm not and I'm not holding it way out in front of me. <laughs> it's ne- yeah, it's near. It's next to me. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, you can yeah. tell by the shadow. Look at the shadow on the ground. It's right yeah. on you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, hold on. This, yeah, that thing is crazy looking. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Oh yeah, that was I. Had, I had so much fun taking pictures of it. 
<laughs> I was like, the guy I was, tra- I was actually training, um, one of the locals to take over my job while, while I was, uh, having, having a photo shoot with, with this boa. <laughs> it was so funny. He's like, like all the locals there are, are a lot of them are afraid of them. And he yeah. was, he told me I was crazy. He kept telling me you're crazy. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, this is all. I tried to get him to to hold it or touch it. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's a great looking animal. How was the temperament? It was awesome. It didn't even, really? I mean, it, of course, uh, tried, you know, they crapped everywhere. But um, once he got past that, he didn't even try to strike at me. Not even once. Yeah. Zero. It was like, yeah. Oh. I know. I was, like, I, was, I was like, yeah. I was expecting him to at least strike once or twice, but no, he was awesome. The only ones that tried to bite me were the racers, but you know, it's like it's like catching black racers here. You try yeah. try to see how many times you you don't get bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> super so. cool. Super cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think of. I've been everywhere, been all over. And then, of course, our Arizona trip a few years ago. We had fun, fun, uh, catching yeah. little thorny, thorny devils. <laughs> <laughs> that think, was a cool trip. Is that a Hispaniolan boa? Uh, oh, it's very possible. Yeah, it's it, very, I mean, it is. Uh, it's yeah. This is a Kyla Bothers, yeah. so I can't know if it's yeah. Striatus or something else. Right. Yeah. I know because I know there's pygmy boas there, but that definitely wasn't that. Um, that's a more that's a more common uh, more common boa to find there, the uh, Puerto Rican. So, yeah, that'd be cool to find. Yeah, it was. It's always fun to find find boas and uh, out out in the wild. Anything really. So. Yeah, and I'm not even a boa guy, but like. That would be phenomenal. Like to find that in yeah. the wild, on the beach, in the Caribbean, like Yeah. That's just I awesome. Yeah. Jamaican so freaking bad, dude. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Hey, Phil, I tried to tell you you could can't could have came out. Could've... I know it's very it's very difficult for me to do that. I know. You're you're a very busy man. Uh, plus, I got to renew my passport. So, oh yeah, yeah, you kind of need to you definitely need to do that. But anytime that we want to go out there, I mean, I could prob we could probably make that happen. Just saying. All right. So, I still All talk right. to them. I still, you know, I still, yeah, I still keep in contact with them, and uh, so. Yeah, we could probably make that happen. Yeah, even if it was just like a couple days and we just like camped on the beach. Right. Because you, you took private right. plane to get there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I know the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. I remember you sent me pictures <laughs> of you taking off from Fort Lauderdale. And it's like, totally. Phil, Phil, before I lose cell service, I'm still over the, you know, <laughs> continental shelf. <I'm> uh, <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still in range, right. <laughs> but uh, you're going to lose me any minute. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, that was, that was really cool. Um, that was a neat plane to fly in because it, it was a Kodiak. They're actually, I think they're turning it into a seaplane. You can actually tr- change those into a seaplane. So, oh, wow. um, but yeah, but it was really cool because, you know, got to sh- sit shotgun. And of course I brought Timber, my smallest dog. She got to sit shotgun too. The first, the flight over there, she just laid down. The second flight, she was like, looking at clouds, watching planes go by. It's like, I look, oh, hoity-toity dog, right? Straight. <laughs> yeah. straight. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was uh, definitely a, an awesome experience. Um, who knows what what uh, is in the future, you know? Where do you want to go that you haven't gone yet? Oh, my gosh. Indonesia? Gotta go see me some komodos out in the wild. Um, Especially go now out. that they're they're endangered, right? They just get labeled right. as endangered. Yeah. Um, Brian Fry, who uh, did their research on uh, them being venomous, he was out there for like a, a long time. Uh, I met him out in out in India, and then um, my my sister happened to be be over there for work and uh took a video of a monitor walking by and i'm just like i'm like i hate you right now (laughs) i'm like i might catch it and get it ship it to me (laughs) she's like yeah right (laughs) like i won't touch it but uh i want to go to australia i'd like to go back to india there's there's a ton of places i want to go i mean i I want to go down to south america i haven't been there i've only gotten as far as central I feel like someone like you, as you know, as adventurous as you are, it's difficult to like do the tourist tour. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no. Like, and on your left is a Amazon tree boa. Like <laughs> that. That's just not us. You know? No, no. Yeah. I know. I gotta go do my own thing. Yeah. And explore and find things. Yeah totally yeah it's like all those tourists that we saw on the trail with rachel and they're all like looking at us like we're like we're lunatics because we're not on the trail we're 10 feet off the trail flipping rocks (laughs) flipping rocks (laughs) yeah Yeah. i know but you know what though when we're doing that it's like i do i notice the people but you're you're so in that zone that you just kind of drown everybody out and you're like i don't give a crap what anybody thinks i'm gonna find me something and we did we had we, we a little did. desert tortoise. I oh know. my god, he was uh, so cute! So the, cute. The, the so best, cute. Were you the one standing next to it, or was it Rachel? Uh, which the, Oh no, it was um, it was Rachel. Okay, yeah. yeah. I just remember her like either it was you or her like freaking out because you damn near step on the thing because it's so tiny. I thought it was a rock. Yeah, literally. I mean, here <laughs> I have the picture hand. I remember the picture because yeah. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was so little. No, it was Rachel because she like just happened to like look down and she was just like frozen in the in the middle of the path too. Like yeah, yeah, that was yeah. There. Yeah, that guy. That was so cool. We did, and then all the scorpions, of course, at night were. That was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. But the, oh yeah. Yeah. Here, here's so. that little that little desert tortoise, and like stupid cute. Right, right. Just like yeah, the, little tank. The cutest right? of cute, Oh my god! Right? And then 
Oh, here's here's yeah. Brooke's shoe. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, we have like to the take size a of a side. chicken egg. Right, right. He was so little. Yeah, he was Adorable. awesome. That was that was a great find. No, that that was me. I thought you were talking about the horny toad. Oh no, um, no that was Rachel, yeah. That was Rachel, yeah. No, yeah, that was me. I was just, we were because we were up there looking for that rattlesnake that everybody said they saw. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so we were up there looking for that. And then I just like kind of looked over and I was like, no way. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that well was, then and, that was me. and you found the Coleonics gecko. Yeah. Yeah. That was just uh, yeah, because now, you know. A bunch of our friends, including me and Justin and them, like we're all about the Coleonics now. Yeah, you know? I know. What happened? Super- <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah, right? We saw right. them. We yeah. saw them firsthand. Yeah. yeah, at least for me. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, they're, they're cool. That's... And then I see Rob Stone with one in his hand. I'm like, that's an epic yeah, echo, and it's right here in home. Mm-hmm. Right, so right. That's too freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. That was that was an awesome find, man. We that one day we just got it. That was just like that hot spot. We just got we got. That was such a great day. That was one of the best trips. Yeah. Right about the the first the first snake we found the the cobra the stuffed cobra. Yes, yes. When we take a picture, our our photo shoot before Rachel got to the van. <laughs> Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Hold on. Okay. That was great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Rachel, Rachel was, had uh, no idea. That was stupendous. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, because our, our luck wasn't like, that our, good. Right, right. We 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 had like one day. Oh, and then we saw Chuck Wallace. We did. We saw a that lot was, of Chuck Wallace. That was cool. Yeah. And it's wanted to catch like, one though. I know. Wouldn't that have been great if we actually got one? Oh, I know. Like the Better go back. Well, and that's the thing too is so we're at the Lost Dutchman State Park, and I think the highest peak is like what, like nine thousand feet, something like that. Yeah. And we made it to like yeah. what fifty six hundred or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before and we had like, we turned <laughs> we turned yeah, back. Yeah, and like hindsight, had we started that trip, started that hike. Like crack a dawn, gone to the top. Oh, camped oh out yeah. on top, and then the next day came down. Like we, we need to go back. We need to do it. I agree. I agree. I, I think that that would be um, awesome because the yeah. top of that, the view. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. we we have to see it, Phil. Like we have, we have to. to. Yeah. To and was, just for for yeah. people that are listening, uh, so. The Lost Dutchman State Park is a very small state park out uh, in between Phoenix and Tucson, and it butts up to Tonto National Forest. So there is a hemidaculous gecko on my foot right now. <laughs> I can't move. N- no. No, the other one. Uh, be, be still. Be still. <laughs> like, it just landed on my foot. I was like, what the hell? And it's completely clear. It's crazy. Crazy geckos. That's crazy. He was yeah, getting jealous of us talking about the. He was getting jealous of us talking about the heavy, the uh, coleonics. Right, Don't right. About he's like, me. I got, he's like, I'm gonna get in on this. <laughs> yeah. like, I thought I'm, those were cool. I'm a yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, looking at, 
<laughs> Look <laughs> let, how cool let, I am. <laughs> let me put you in my freezer and mail you to Dr. Wyman. <laughs> uh, where are these photos? It's 2019, right? Oh my God, it was 2019. Yeah. It was. It was so long ago. Yeah. It was so well, long about, ago. I mean, and then also with Rachel, I did, um, I went down to Homestead and did, helped her with her tegu research also. Oh, yeah. Tell, trapping, tell us about trapping that. Tegu. In Miami. Uh, in Miami. In Miami. Um, yeah. Trapping tegus and taking blood samples and, um, and weighing them, measuring them all for her paper her that she published on, yeah. um, what was it? it was morphology and and yeah different different uh, morphologies of of tegus and the between the wild and the captive there it is there's our first snake <laughs> first snake of the trip that was a, that was a wily little one <laughs> actually that was this, so funny this is my favorite picture right whoop that's not it nope that's not it <laughs> that's my favorite picture Poised that for was... action. <laughs> totally. Oh, that was so funny. That was Love a good it. time. We always have fun. We always do. It's, yeah. But yeah, you've, you've actually caught Florida Tegus. Yeah. 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 They're fun. They're they're <laughs> wily. They're they're all they uh uh give i i surprisingly i, I was fast enough and i i didn't get tagged by either any of them but um but yeah they sure as hell try and they're stronger than you think you know because oh, yeah. these you are get not, like they're big tegus right yeah yeah they're they're big and even the even the ones that were smaller were just they're just all muscle they're so yeah. it's they're so impressive yeah yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. We were down there for a few days, um, catching, trapping, and uh, and doing getting samples from them. Yeah, I just kind of go wherever opportunity presents itself, you know. Yeah. So absolutely, absolutely. Go where the animals are, where they take me, you know, right. or my what friends, wherever my friends take me to. <laughs> what was it like meeting Mike Tyson? What was he like? Oh, you saw that picture. Uh, he's cool. He was very, nice, very nice man. Um, I didn't even ask him to take a picture with him. He just offered it. So I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Uh, but yeah, he was he was very nice. He he came uh, behind the scenes to see our tigers, and because uh, he used to own tigers at one point. And then uh, when I was talking to him, he was like, "A terrible idea." He's like, <laughs> nobody should own tigers. Like, it was just, like, it was funny because he, like, had this realization that it was not a good idea. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but yeah. it was cool. It was cool because our, he came up. Yeah, it was, it was funny though. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. He's yeah, just, no it was doubt, just, it was though, funny. One but yeah, he was, he was very, uh, probably kill it. <laughs> right. You could totally take down a tiger with one punch, dude. The man is a killer. <laughs> For real. Right, and he's still boxing. Isn't he? He's he, he. just, I think he was like in town for for a match when mm -hmm. uh, when he was here. Yeah, and he Crazy. was he was visiting family. Yeah, right. But yeah, so, he was he was very nice. Very cool. Actually, I don't get star I don't get starstruck, but 
I love watching me some boxing. And I was like, oh my God, we get to meet Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> you know, be cool. You know, you gotta like, okay, be cool. Like I've never gotten like that with anybody. Like I've met in my field. I go, I meet a lot of people. I meet a lot of celebrities and he was the first one. I'm like, of course it'd be a boxer. I'm totally stoked to see not like <laughs> Gal, not Gal Gadot, you know, wonder woman or, you know, these I've met, uh, Oh geez. Oh, I, so many people, um, Hasselhoff, <laughs> he came to see like <laughs> park ones. That, that was entertaining. Um, nice. but yeah, just like I've met so many people, but, but Tyson, he was cool. I was very I was stoked to see to meet him. Yeah. And he turned out to be super, super cool, super nice guy. So that's awesome. So what do you see yourself? Uh uh what's the next what's the next, the next. out of the box animal that you want to focus on? Hmm. Like, is there something calling you? You know what I mean? Like obviously big lizards are your thing, well, but like is there something that, like, was that? Well, so <laughs> it's a lizard thing. <laughs> so, okay. All right. I'll so take it. um, it's got to do with with croc monitors. So um, I actually, I, Katie and I had talked about this a long time ago when I was in Hawaii. So the Honolulu Zoo doesn't have any snakes. They have all lizards. They, and um, we were behind the scenes talking to the herp keepers and they had a lot of different pairs of croc monitors and some of them had light colored eyes and some of them had darker color eyes. And I was, we're, and we were talking back and forth. Well, is it a male and female thing or, and they were saying that the ones with the lighter eyes were actually um, easier to train and had better temperament. So I, of course was like, Oh my gosh, I got to test this on wild ones. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that is something that I've wanted to do forever. Go out, find, find wild crack miners and, and test my, my theory. Uh, get I'd have to obviously get quite a few. Oh, uh, right. but, Aren't they fairly rare in the wild though? Oh yeah, they're very hard to find. Yeah, but that that's that's that'd be what would be that'd fun be, of the I mean, trip. That'd be half the yeah, that'd be half the half the fun. Right, try finding them. Yeah, yeah. No. You imagine you know, coming across the, an adult one of those in the wild, though. Oh my gosh, it would be so. Oh my gosh, so awesome. That, I would. That would be. It would be amazing. It would be. Mm-hmm. It. It'd be like seeing a komodo in the wild. I love croc monitors. They. That is an intelligent lizard. They are so 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 smart. Um, Brooke, Brooke well, I, I gotta <laughs> tell you, I. I love love you like my sister. You are my sister. (laughs) I know, man. But you're fucking nuts. I know. I love. (laughs) Whatever. I know I'm crazy. You know. Like, here's the thing. I wish you brought this up to me sooner because, like, I have multitudes of friends in South Florida that have really big crack monitors. So if you really want to do it, I will stand 15, 20 feet back and help you (laughs) watch. Help you by watching. Totally. Like I, I am. I, I, I've always, it has been for so for, forever. It always keeps coming back into conversation uh, with Katie. Um, and, and I've always wanted to go, go test this, test the theory um, there. Yeah. 
So maybe, maybe that's our next adventure, Phil. Oh, <laughs> go go play with some crack the... You don't have to, but I will. Uh, what color I... are the lighter eyes on the on the ones that are lighter? Though? The Is eyes it more like a yellowish. They're, they're like they're like a, a yes, they're like a light, almost like tan. Hmm. And then the the other ones, and then the darker eyes are like almost black. I don't think I've ever so, noticed that. Yeah, I haven't been paying attention either, though. So. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten that so, close. <laughs> right. Here, I'm actually yeah, I'm but actually if we if we go go try to find them in the wild, okay. Yeah, if we go try to find them in the wild, then that's when you that's when you get in with the locals. You're like, hey man, you make friends with the locals and they know where they're at. Yeah, yeah. look at them. They're so See, they're so man. pretty. Look at those, that are, face. those are more oh dinosaur like than Komodos are to me. Like yeah, hundred percent. Oh my god, I know. I think that's what it is. There, that there's, is yeah, that. There, so look, that's a this, beast. That yeah. That, so, so this eye here is like this reddish auburn hue. Is that lighter or is that darker? That'd be the light. That'd be the lighter one. Okay. I'm interested, but I'm also interested in if it's just a captive thing, mm-hmm. or you know, or if it's a it's exists in the wild. Also, they're so awesome. I love them. And when they're younger and they're all, they're super speckled and they're, they have those, mm-hmm. the spots are just yellow. I love it. There you go. When I was working at a reptile store. It's a freaking Velociraptor. Um, right? Oh, if Velociraptors were still around, I'd have one. I would totally have one. Yeah, but if Velociraptors were still around, they're only like three foot, five inches tall. They're not I know. 15 foot of. They're not the Michael you know, Crichton. Seven yes, right. Exactly. They're co- <laughs> right. They're like, they're compact little terrors. I would totally have one or, yeah. te- or, or multiples. Yeah. I like to pretend my Aggies are Velociraptors. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Henrietta and Marv. Love it. You have Henrietta and Marv. That's awesome. Yeah. Henrietta's a little fatty though. All she wants to do is eat. She won't come near me. I tricked her on to coming on my hand one day to grab some food. And then she, as soon as she realized what was going on, she ducked back in. She's <laughs> like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Marv is a little That's more funny. accepting of me, but. Okay. We're, we're working on it. And he's you know appreciated on getting in, your mom in most... to love you without having to feed them constantly. To get in most species, the males are more laid back. Just saying. <laughs> Females are not in most species. I talk for about the human kind too. Most species, (laughs) uh, yeah. Most species, the the females they just have that uh, that little edge to them. They're they're a lot harder. They're definitely more stubborn and a lot harder to get to that point. The guy, the males are usually a lot easier to get to that point. But that's why I like the females because they're more challenging. I like say maybe the, maybe the males are just dumber and they're just like, yeah, cool. He's got food. Sure. I'll hop on. You know, why not? <laughs> or females like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Puppies in the backseat. Or, or no, could be thank that. you. <laughs> oh, that's very possible. They are awesome, though. I'm really uh, enjoying it. I've only had them for like, what, a month? And I forget. Okay. They're, they're so much fun. Yeah. yeah I, but I feel like it's 
it's you and I specifically, Justin, we're such snake dudes that even though like I keep lizards and 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 you're starting to it's again so weird. What? So it's just still weird. Yeah. <laughs> to, me, to me that you have lizards. <laughs> I know it's bizarre. Um it is bizarre. But like for you, it's this fr- it's the freshness, man. Like I setting up it. the enclosure, watching the the habits and everything. And like I feel like I get that bug every few months and I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta sit back and watch these things. Yeah. You know? But like yeah. Justin just got them. It's fresh and like I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. And he got is. them from our friend Alan who breeds them. And that's oh, okay. even better, you know? Like, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, God. I can't wait. I can't wait to move. I want to move so bad. I just want to get our monitors so bad. It's, it's, <laughs> that's, it's just like, I can't, I can't go to expos because I'm going to buy one and I, and then I'm going to get the <laughs> wrath brought down on me from my mother in law. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am, I'm a snake guy. Like that will never change. But right, yeah, it's nice to have something that actually does stuff. If that, like, yeah, the Kalu yeah. stuff move around, and the chondros are always sitting there. But it's like these are just maybe it's a. I can't exactly put my finger on it. Maybe it's a sense of awareness that I feel like snakes just don't show. Not that they don't have it. You know, they probably notice me in the room I feel like that- more than I think they do. But the monitors, it's like they look at you. You know, they see the food. Right. Around, They're wa- they watch you. Yeah. They totally. look through you. <laughs> yeah, they look through you. The gears <laughs> are clearly turning. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Well, that's that's how I feel about hots, venomous. They're they're that they're the the intelligent uh, one out of the snake world. <laughs> they are um, who's I forget who's King Cobra. Katie and I worked. Don K. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you could his King Cobra. You could literally you could open her vision cage, tap on her her uh, garbage can. She'd put herself in the can. You'd secure it clean her cage, open the lid, tap on her, her vision cage, and she'd go right back. It was awesome. But she, but you could, but, and then when you close, when you'd slide the door shut, and she'd just be, you could see the wheels spinning. Yeah. But there, I just, I think that they, that um, there's more of that awareness with, with HOTS than there is with your your BOAs or your pythons or you know that type so yeah what about yeah. the best of both worlds have you done anything with heliderms uh i i well i worked with helas but uh that's actually helas are the reason why i started going to venomous class <laughs> because i was like if i'm gonna get a venomous i said if i'm gonna get anything hot i want a hela and i have yet to do that because well, I just haven't. I mean, I have a bajillion hours working hots, but I have never applied for the licensing. So, um, yeah, it's tough you know, when you got, when you, you travel as much. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. anytime, anytime you really want to play with Gila's, you just you know drive twenty minutes south and come over. You know. I know, I know exactly. So, which I'll, I'll probably have to do. And we we were <laughs> all spoiled. I feel like we were all spoiled with Zach's Gila, 
uh, oh yeah hurley because yeah hurley because freaking love that (laughs) hurley was the the perfect training lizard because he was diesel yes a massive gila but if you wanted to learn how to double hook the gila he would just sit there and let you if you want to learn how to tail a right he would sit there and let you. If you wanted to sit on the couch and watch TV and eat Doritos, he would let you. <laughs> you know, let so you. it was it was, he would it out. was deceiving. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. very deceiving in that regard because like it is a venomous lizard and you have to be careful. But it was an easy training to like learn how right. to do it right. And then when you did have to deal with it, uh, a, a very defensive lizard, you, totally. you, you were ready for it, you know? Right. Yeah, I agree. We were very spoiled with that lizard. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. He was awesome. Totally. Yeah, pr- prior to Hurley, I think, because, I mean, crap, Zach's had that thing phew, at least 15 years already. Um, yeah. Uh, went prior to Hurley, the only healers I had ever worked with were, were little baby ones. So, like, if you're, right. you're either picking them up with a big glove or you're just taking one snake hook and just scooping it up, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. So like, we we got spoiled with that with that lizard. Now our good friend Bill Bradley, who has Lizard Brain Radio, he's in the group chat, and he was giving you some some recommendations for some some uh, dinosaur esque monitors that don't get gigantic. And he was saying like you know blue tails and doomerals, oh. and like I think you should totally get you would totally have fun with blue tails. I don't know why you haven't had it before. I um. I've, I've thought about it. Um, actually they're, they're one of my favorites. Um, but I'm a, I, I'm a, I like big animals. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that coming. I, although, you know, I mean, I do, I go, I mean, I go big, but you're right. No, I would, I would actually probably get a blue tail. Um, cause they are definitely one of them. I like, I also, I like sulfur water monitors. <laughs> they're, they're one of my, I, you know, it doesn't really matter. I see those cute little faces and I just want to take them all home. <laughs> That's how I feel like I just, I just want to ha- have them hang out. You know, I mean, Mushu, my Tegu, he, he was everything. He was like a dog. I, I'd fall asleep with him. I, he'd climb under my covers, get next to my warm body and just pass out with me in bed. I'd forget he was there. And then I'd like wake up and I'm like, Oh crap. I didn't put him away. <laughs> and I'm like, See, that's, He's something fine. I can't, that's a concept yeah. I can't wrap my head around, you know, having never had something like that. Just... Oh my gosh. He, I, I was almost sent you pictures of Mushu. I obviously ran out of time, but, yeah. um, well, I, I tried to get on here or s- sooner, and, but I have Riley, my oldest dog. He, um, we since we're living in a two story right now, I have to carry him up and down the stairs to go to the bathroom, and that took a lot longer than I <laughs> thought was going to happen. I was yeah. like, I was like, come on, hurry up! I need to. Run. So I'm like running upstairs with the 52 pound dog, you know. And then I like put him on the bed in the room and then run back into this room. And I'm like, okay, start, <laughs> you know, that's the, yeah. That's, oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a totally sucker for the, for the monitors. So <laughs> I gave mine scrambled eggs like for the first time, probably. Oh yeah. They ago, love it. And, and my wife was like, Oh, I, she, she smelled it. Cause it was in the morning and she's like, Oh, you mm-hmm. made yourself breakfast. I was like, no <laughs> like it was it was for the kids 
She's like, oh my God. She's like, they eat that? I'm like, yeah. I was like, it's awesome. Because if I happen to run out of bugs or something, it's like the perfect fast yeah. meal replacement. Yeah. And they oh, went totally. freaking nuts over it. Yeah. Well, it, it's crazy because like I won't take the time in the morning to make myself eggs. Right. But yeah, Anna Maria's <laughs> grandma uh, works at a place that has a bunch of quail and uh, uh, she gave me a whole big thing of quail eggs. So here I am at 7 a.m. cracking little quail eggs and whipping up scrambled eggs for all the different animals that I'm going to give it to. And I'm like, <laughs> I should be doing this for myself. <laughs> Dude, just give yeah. some of the snakes quail yeah. eggs. Yeah, well, I have. I did. I actually, I gave, I gave quail eggs to, uh, to the Texas Indigo man, and dude just swallows them whole. Do you try them with the? Uh, you think the rinks would eat them? Oh, that's awesome. I thought about that, but I also because the rinks are in tubs, I feel like if it got funky or it cracked or whatever, it would just be really gross. So I, I put mine in a deli cup, and they would eat good. They would whatever I put it in, yeah. they were doing fine. Yeah, so, so that wouldn't happen. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I might try that. I might try doing the the bowl, th- the whipped scrambled in a bowl, because that's that's what I did for a ton of other stuff, especially the Gila. You know, that thing just slurps down like yeah. a milkshake. But dude, it was crazy Mush- watching. Mushu, I... No, go, go. No, it's just it, it's go. crazy what watching the go. What? There's a lag. Sorry. No. The uh, oh. the. Oh. The indigo just swallows the quail egg whole, and I'm expecting it to like. It doesn't even show a lump. It yeah. just like muscles it down. But but s- tell us about Mushu. Oh, yeah. No, I used to uh, hard boil eggs and then hide them around the yard and he'd go find them. That was <laughs> that was a lot. But he just whole hard boil eggs straight down the hatch. He was awesome. I, I miss that lizard. I do have his skull, though. I had I, I sent his uh, his body um, to David Kledzik. Um, I don't know if you guys know Dave. I don't know if you know David. He what he was long, 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 long time ago uh, at Alligator Farm. But now he now he just uh, he cleans skulls. And usually when he's at Daytona, he's got a booth and he's got a bunch of different like earrings, necklaces of different bones and stuff like that. Um, but he cleaned he cleaned um, my tegu skull, and then I also got my iguana skull done too so i have both of those um but i always found that people always seem to think it's weird that people would do that but to me it's yeah it's it's awesome because it's like you're immortalizing something that was important yeah like yeah yeah, i had them for so long yeah yeah it's a cool skull tegu skull oh yeah i should I was gonna. I could. I could get my husband to bring it to me, but no. Then I would disturb all the dogs. So I have five five dogs, and we're dog sitting another dog. So we have six dogs in this house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hence why I'm at a, in a different room because they would <laughs> all be right here, trying yeah. to be involved in this conversation. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. What's crazy, just like going back to the like preserving preserving your pets kind of thing. Like I have animals that you know I I we we keep a lot of animals. You do you, you do a lot with animals. You're gonna have animals pass. And like I know that sounds messed up, but right. it's kind of a kind of the nature of the game. Yep. And uh, what in the past, what I've done is I basically I freeze them and 
when mm-hmm. the time comes, I, I basically do like a like a big cremation to the vet, you know. Um, yeah, can't can't just have like a cemetery in the backyard, you know. Um, but there's certain nope. ones that like I've kept specifically because I haven't really decided how I want to memorialize them. Right? Is that the right word? Memorialize. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I actually have uh, uh, two baby boom slangs that would fit perfectly in the bottom of like a rocks glass oh and yeah i wanted i want to do that and uh, i was actually gonna, i was gonna try and have it done for for marcus's wedding as like a little you know wedding present thing but i couldn't i i need to get some dare i say you know reject babies that didn't survive or stillborns or something and like test out like what like chemicals right. to use yeah. like lucite or acrylic or whatever and like test it out because i have these perfect flawless baby boom slang specimens so anybody who knows how to do that hit me up <laughs> right <laughs> since we're talking about it <laughs> right yeah i feel like uh, i feel like emily maple would know how to do that and i say that because she is always making necklaces and she's always working with different types of epoxies and like different things like and so i feel like she would be someone that at least if she didn't know how to do it she might know someone that does know how to do it okay very cool very cool yeah i have um i have an, an adult wrinkles that passed away just freakishly out of the blue like last year um hmm. so i froze him and it was crazy because, you know, we look at our animals so much and we see them, we inspect them, we play with them, we work with them. And, but when an animal passes away, you really have the ability to, I don't want to say scrutinize it, but you really can truly examine the specimen because they're not moving, they're not resisting, you know, they're, they're just right. there. And this wrinkle's belly is turquoise. And I'd what? never seen I'd never seen that before, and I didn't know if it was something to do with because the animal was dead, or if it was just this particular locality or something. But like, I, I obviously saved it, and I don't know what I want to do because I think it'd be cool to have like a bone articulation of them. Um, but at the same time, like, I wish I could preserve these colors because it's black and orange banded on top, and then a turquoise belly. It's crazy. So oh. I don't know how to, how I'm gonna. Or what I'm going to do with it, but something. Hmm. Interesting. Do you have a deep freezer for all your all your animals? Well, yeah. I mean, I have. Um, in the past, I basically got a good size sterilite, and most of the stuff that passes away, it's it's baby stuff, okay. you know, and and that's that's the running the old saying of that's why mom mm-hmm. has twenty or that's why yeah. mom has sixty, you know, because babies are gonna die in the wild and they're gonna die in captivity whatever it may be and uh obviously we do everything in our power to try and prevent that but sometimes there's unforeseen circumstances um so i have a sterilite container and i would just basically bury it in the back of the freezer but this year for my birthday anna maria the love of my life got me a legit chest freezer for all the rodents so i just put the specimen snakes at the bottom and then at the top sections, all the feeders. So good yeah. woman. Now my mom won't yell at me anymore. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, I, I that's why, that's why I asked. 
Yeah. Yeah. When are you going to come over to my house and pick had this stuff like... out of the freezer? <laughs> yeah. I've definitely had like dead snake, rodents, and like a tub of ice cream, you know, oh, all yeah. in the same 100%. freezer. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like frozen pizza. <laughs> like, well, when I think you're like, you like try to warn people when they, when they go in, you're like, oh, by yeah. the way, and then, and then you're like, never mind, just go, <laughs> just do it. Well, that's like, it, so. it's, diff- it, it's difficult. Like, when you have your, your, your dating, right? And you have your brand new boyfriend or girlfriend come over for the first time or second time, and they're getting comfortable. And it's like, hey, can you know, you want to i'm gonna refill my cup do you want anything and like they get up and they go to the fridge and like they open the freezer to get ice and it's like is this a bag of rats <laughs> you know what i mean they're like you have to I like love oh, it so yeah, much <laughs> about that uh that's what i eat when there's a hurricane yeah right exactly it's rations hard rations <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't have one of these kids you wonder why food? i was single for so long but, yeah was, uh, i got you i got you <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> uh, so funny yeah it is it it's is interesting time. though uh very very uh, man i was gonna say something about the frozen stuff and now i forgot um damn it never mind it'll come to me at two in the morning and i'll have to text you <laughs> yeah totally well we are just about at the two hour mark Justin, is there anything else you'd like to uh, pick Brooke's brain with? Uh, I don't believe so. Probably not a needle or knife. Pick my brain. (laughs) Ask what your thoughts were on Tiger King. (laughs) Uh, Tigers. Hmm. Those guys. Specifically, what did you say? (laughs) Did 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 you watch Tiger King? No, no. Oh man! I, you know what? I I I was going to because I would always get a lot of questions when I was like doing a tiger talk or any t- any type of talk at the zoo, um, and they and people would always ask me what I thought about it. But I I have not watched it. I might I might watch it eventually, but I I, I feel like it would anger me too much. It probably oh, yeah. would. Oh, hundred yeah, percent. It, it's. I think I need to have a few oh. beers and then sit down and watch it. I uh, can't. Yeah, I just can't get into it. I can't. I've watched both. Yeah, I don't think I can either. A, a big chunk of it is relevant to where I live, so or at least a, a chunk. Not maybe not a big chunk, but okay. Some of the people involved yeah. are, are here in my hometown. Gotcha. Right on. You're you're close to the action then. At least close to one of the groups that was involved. Okay. Gotcha. The second one All they right. shot they shot some of the interviews for the second one actually down here because I I watched the the second one just came out not that long ago and I watched it and I was like oh yeah there's yeah there's I heard there was a second one. It's the waterfront downtown, and there's the drive-in yeah. that used to be where the dude was trying to have his liquidation business with the little <laughs> zoo, and it was, yeah. It's not the kind uh, of attention Beaufort, South Carolina needed. Right, yeah. totally. 
Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. what we wanted to be known for. No, definitely not. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's it. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yeah. I um, you know, as I told you, I was nervous because I sometimes I clam up when I'm talking, but this was this was so much easier than I thought it was going to be because it is. It's, it's just it's talking us. to friends. We, we yeah. try to make yeah. it easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally, totally easy. But thank you guys so much. I had a lot of fun. We'll, we'll have to do it again. Maybe, maybe with that croc monitor yeah. <laughs> research. <laughs> or at least, at least a cigar. Get your cigar, girl. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, I I probably have a cigar in my cigar box in the closet. And it's probably so dried up, I could start a fire with it. <laughs> that's that's, a, that, and I don't even and I don't even know what kind it was. I think it was a hand rolled cigar from the Key West that someone had brought it back up for me, and I just never got around. And it's, I'm pretty sure it's still sitting in my cigar box. So nice, yeah. Nice. The um, so, we gotta do well, well now the weather's getting better and. We won't get carried away with yeah. the mosquitoes. We'll have to go out to the glades and you know find a spot that's got cell service, and we'll we'll put a fire and have some cigars and do a live show out there. Deal. That sounds yeah. like fun. I'm down. Hell yeah. yeah. So. Cool. Cool. And maybe we'll find something. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Chupacabra. Maybe. Yeah. Totally. Some rough greens. Maybe. Skunk ape. Skunk ape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. You have a good night. Thank Thanks you. so much, Brooke. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. She's awesome. Yeah, that went by fast. It did. It did. Well, she asked me earlier before the show. She's like, "Hey, you know, this is my first time doing this. How long does it usually run?" I said, "Well, you know, we try and keep it around around or a little under two hours on average." She's <laughs> like, two between hours. an hour and a half and four hours." Yeah, well, and she's like, two hours. <laughs> We're gonna talk for two hours." And I was like, "Yeah." It's like, and to be honest, we've had it go three, four hours sometimes if the conversation's kicking, you know. Yeah. And she's like, uh, "Okay, uh, all right, screw it," you know. <laughs> so, but uh, there's very few people in the world that. Um, there's very few people in the world that I have full confidence and faith in that if I was in a precarious situation or I was in the middle of nowhere, whether it be stranded or herping, that I would have that full confidence and trust. And, and Brooke's 100% one of those people, you know, and it's just like I can see it. Yeah. You know, we've we've been all over Florida herping together and hanging out with friends. And, you know, we did that Arizona trip and and. Our friend Rachel, who hosted that herp trip, um, she's a professor, so she would actually leave us and go back to the college, which was probably about an hour away to take care of meetings and paperwork, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she'd come back and, you know, do a couple little micro hikes with us and stuff. And just Brooke and I kicking it in the desert, you know, and it's just like there's so many there's so little people that you really just you 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 have that full confidence, that full trust in, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm glad we got her on, man. It was long overdue. So, this was episode 101 of Snakes and Stogies, brought to you by Puget Sound Pythons. Check them out: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, THP number 140 something. Nine. I don't think we're there yet. 
Let me see. It's either 148 or 149, I think. 143. Oh, Samsonite. I was way (laughs) off. Way way off. (laughs) Simmy, Sammy, Swanson. Uh, Swimmy, swimmy. Um, Yeah, so uh, we will be in your ears again Thursday night. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone have a good evening, good morning, good day, whatever time it might be. Yes. If you're you're listening to this, if you didn't catch it live. Yeah, especially if you're in the future. All you Australians, we're talking to you. Uh, And I will just selfish plug real quick. Venom Exchange Radio will be coming out very soon. we got about two more interviews to get under underway and then we're hoping to have it you know towards the end of december if not into the new year so venom exchange radio go find it check it out i know a lot of people are excited about that one i know i know myself included it's gonna be good we uh we've got some pretty unique people right out of the gate so it'll it'll be fun yeah very good thanks everybody see ya bye